Hello, 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 and welcome to the season finale of Sheep Thrills. Um, it, uh, we've, uh, I've officially been doing this for three semesters. This is officially the, the end of my third season doing the show. So grateful to all of you for coming along for the ride um, and for following along with our very early 8 a.m. Saturday shows. Um, it, this has been a big challenge, dragging myself out of bed um, every every week to do the show, but it's been so fun. And um, yeah, I'm just really, really, uh, ec- you know, excited to, to continue to do the show um, far into the future. So um, today we've got a very special episode coming up. I'm very excited about it. Um, first, the boring stuff. We're going to do what we usually do in season finales, and we're going to do our little, um, you know, season in review type situation, where we've been, where we're going, talk about some 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 of those broad themes that we really do need to cover before we move on. And then I have something very, very fun to share with you guys. Um, my dear friends Emma, Helen, and Addison and I recorded a um, little game show together earlier this week, and I am so excited to share that with you today. Um, it was so much fun to record, and uh, I think that it's going to be I think that you'll all really enjoy it, um, and I definitely will be doing more um, more game shows in the future because it was such a good time to to put that together and to do that with them. So I'm excited for y'all to hear that at the end of the episode. And so now we do the boring stuff. Well, the relatively boring stuff, I guess, depending on your analysis. Um, but anyway, a little bit a little bit more boring than getting to listen to me and my very delightful and hilarious friends. Um, play a little political game, but we'll 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 get there. Don't worry. Um. So, first of all, let's talk about some kind of broad themes, right? Like what's what's gone on this past semester, uh, and what is you know what it, does it is it indicative of the past eighteen months? And the answer is that the past eighteen months have been a lot of the same. Um, it it does feel like there's been some consistency over the course of the Biden administration that we've been talking about the same challenges, the same difficulties, the same issues kind of over and over again. Um, and that's kind of become it's it's pretty, you know, it's pretty clear that the Biden administration has been present was presented with a set of challenges at the beginning of their administration. And then really, there wasn't much that they could do or did do to kind of resolve those challenges. And it just continued to bubble up, bubble up, bubble up. <clears throat> and now we have, you know, all of these all of these issues that are still sticking around. So, you know, the 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 main things kind of for each party, I talked about this a lot last week, but the two main cha- the challenges for the Democratic Party that have been the challenges of the Democratic Party since the beginning of the administration and uh, the challenges that will not be going away anytime in the future is which side of the party do we want to prioritize? Do we go the more liberal route? Do we push for larger change on a grander scale? Or do we um, kind of go towards the middle and try to kind of incorporate one or two conservative pieces of ideology into the policy platform in order to kind of, you know, do some incremental change and then also kind of persuade independents and moderates to, to jump ship. Um, so that's kind of, that's the, that's been the big challenge. And we, we talked about this 
last semester with Build Back Better. We talked about this with infrastructure. We talked about this with the midterm elections. It's just the, the future of the party is a major source of concern right now for the Democrats. And that kind of internal strife, that internal battle, um, has been a major issue for kind of keeping the Democratic caucus together and making sure that they, uh, you know, like actually are able to accomplish anything, right? Because another one of the major themes of this semester and of the past 18 months has been Republican obstruction obstructionism. Um, they do not want anything to get passed, and so they're going to do anything they possibly can to make sure that nothing gets passed. And they're able to exploit that kind of internal strife so much because it's right there for them. They're not even, the Democrats aren't even trying to hide the fact that there is this kind of internal battle going on. Um, and so the Republicans are able to see that, exploit it in a way that's, like, I, what, what's, what schools are the Republican comms team working for? Because I don't know how they're doing so good, but they're, I, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but anyway, the Republicans are able to exploit that so easily that they're able to kind of stop there from being any kind of trying trying to convince people that there isn't broad support for these policies when in fact there are <clears throat> um and then of course the other issue for the democrats is even when they all come together around a particular policy or a particular issue um they aren't able to communicate about it um their the, the their branding their messaging just leaves something strongly to be desired um and so we you know, we don't we don't have a way to convince because we know we know from real live statistical evidence that people support democratic policies in, in a broad sense, like like really support it, like 70 percent of people support these policies that the Democrats are trying to get through. But because they don't like the name of the policy or they don't like the person associated with the policy or they've just been convinced by some kind of Republican ad that they, you know, there, there's some that there's just something about it that they choose not to support. When in fact, when they're you know presented with the actual details of the policy, they absolutely support it. And then how are we, you know, how are we combating that? How are we combating that narrative? And then further, you know, how are we? How are you know? I you know you know it's it's episode twelve of of the third season of this show. You know that I have a bias. And you know that when I say we, I kind of mean we, but anyway, um, how are the Democrats ensuring that voters know what has happened in Washington, D.C. for the past 18 months? The good things, you know, um, because there was a lot of good that has been done in Congress over the past 18 months, and people don't know what has happened. They don't know what good policies have been promoted, and all they know is that gas prices have gone up. And now something is happening in Ukraine. And that's all they know. Um, and that's a problem. That's a problem. Because the policies, yeah, the policies that the um, Democratic administration have put through are not necessarily policies that you are going to be able to see in your everyday kind of day-to-day -day life. However, you are going to see gas prices going up day-to-day. -day. You are going to see you know, inflation actually affecting how expensive your groceries are. As a college student, 
that's something that I've seen. I know that my, you know, pack of chicken that I get from, from Whole Foods is more expensive now than it was at the beginning of the semester. And so I know that that is a tangible thing that has changed in my life, is that it's now more expensive for me to buy groceries. I have not personally been affected by the building of a new bridge. Because that's not something that you necessarily, you know, see and then attribute to the fact that politicians appropriated the money to make sure that um, those bridges do get built. And that's important. Um, but then again, how do we make sure that voters know what has happened? They know all the good that the Democratic Party has done for them because that is getting buried so deep under all of this nonsense. Um, and then that kind of plays into the, the main question, one of the main questions that I talked about last week of how can we increase excitement and passion around the midterms? Because Democrats don't want to get involved. They have no interest right now in getting involved um, because it's, it seems extremely depressing, especially young people. Young people have very little interest in getting super emotionally committed to these midterms uh, because they don't think that it's going to go well. So people aren't going to donate. They aren't going to come out and volunteer. They aren't going to phone bank. They aren't going to canvas. And then come down to it, people aren't going to go out and vote. Um, and then that's why, that's how the, that, that big giant kind of bloodletting is going to happen for the Democratic Party. It's because turnout is not going to be there for the Democrats and it is going to be there for the Republicans. And Part of increasing that excitement around the, the Democratic Party as an institution is about, you know, making sure that they're communicating that policy in a way that is effective. And I am not a communications person. I don't know how to do that. Uh, but something has to change with the strategy because it is clearly not working. Um, and then, of course, with the Republicans, like I talked about last week, with the midterms and with kind of everything else, um, as I've talked about, again, throughout the entire semester, throughout the entire year, is, is the Republican Party the Republican Party or the party of Trump? Right? What is the dynamic anymore? Uh, is, it, is, it, is, is the future of the Republican Party just Donald Trump and is there room for anybody else or any other ideology other than Donald Trump. Uh, and so far, it, the, the evidence has indicated that the party is just going the way of sticking with Donald Trump and, and hoping for the best. To be honest, I mean, it's, it's bad because it's bad for democracy, it's bad for a lot of things, but I don't know. I don't know if it's the worst idea for um, Republicans to continue winning elections. I don't know. I mean, I think the difference in 2020 versus now is so stark, but we're going to have to see kind of what the midterms look like to actually kind of give a real determination for that. Um, but then the follow-up question is, if the Republican Party is not the Trump party, what does not Trump even look like, right? Because the people that we see who are kind of the, the, the most vocal Republican uh, opposition to Donald Trump have been basically kicked out of Congress, have been, you know, kind of ridiculed on a national stage, have been censored, like all these different things. Um, and so there's very few people who do represent a, you know, quote unquote, not Trump lifestyle. Um, and so who know, actually knows like what that, what that looks like. Um, and is, if, so 
if there and if because there isn't anybody that kind of represents that not Trump lifestyle, is there a way in the end, is there a way at all to move away from like the Trumpy style of rhetoric? And then more to the point, do they want to move away from that style of rhetoric? Right? Because that rhetoric seems to be working for them right now. But then how, you know, is it is it only going to grow in influence and grow in, um, yeah, grow in influence, grow in passion over, over the next couple of years, especially come the midterms. Um, if that, if that rhetoric sticks and it works and they have a 2010 moment where the Democrats lose 60 seats, um, Trump is never going away. Uh, and that is, that is a fear. So vote, please vote. Anyway, so that's kind of some broad themes about the parties. What main issues are we looking at moving forward? There's a couple big ones. Foreign policy wise, obviously, we're going to be talking about Ukraine and Russia forever. Um, it's definitely faded into the background a little bit, um, especially because people in this country have a very short attention span. So while everyone was very freaked out about Ukraine two weeks ago, it's like not, it's just not as much on, on everybody's radar anymore. Um, people have, I mean, the, the, the public consciousness has moved on slightly, um, unfortunately, just because it is still so much of an issue, but, um, Obviously, Congress is going to be still making and voting on policy um, about Ukraine throughout the summer um, and can, you know, throughout the rest of the throughout the rest of the year. Um, and then, of course, we're going to be still be talking about it. We're going to be talking about the humanitarian aspect of it. Um, and we're just going to be continuing to kind of work out exactly how this all happened, why it all happened, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and even if the war itself ends... I don't really see, I don't, I don't, I don't know what the situation looks like in which the war kind of quote unquote ends, but, um, even if the war ends, we're going to be feeling the reverberations for a long time. Um, and we're going to be talking about a, how we got here, B, what was the response? Um, what should the response have been? Should it have been different than what it was? Um, how can we respond differently in the future? if China or Russia make a, make a similar attempt on another country, right? Because this is potentially indicative of something that is going to be an issue long-term. Um, wh- what's, what's to say that Russia won't see this as like a, a trial run and then we'll kind of push into um, another country along their border? Um, you know, maybe, maybe they think that this is, this is it for them. This is kind of the, the most effective way to, to increase their authority um, over, over kind of Europe again. So that's, I mean, it's, it's a very important issue. And it's also, I think, pretty significant to watch because it's going to be such a major part of Joe Biden's legacy. Um, I think that, especially in terms of foreign policy issues, Afghanistan is definitely going to be mentioned. But I think when, when people say, oh, what did Joe Biden's foreign policy look like? you know, for 50 years down the line when someone's writing a DBQ about it for, for an A-push test, um, they're going to write about Ukraine. They're going to say, this is what happened in 2022 when Russia invaded Ukraine and here's how Joe Biden responded. Um, so I do think that that, you know, if you're interested in the creation of, of the presidential legacy and, and how the administration is going to be remembered, watching the Ukraine response is, is a major 
a major component of that. Um, and it's pretty easy to predict what people are going to remember about Joe Biden um, in terms of foreign policy. In terms of domestic policy, it's a little bit more, you know, um, a little bit more up in the air. Um, yeah, so, and then, of course, I think Afghanistan is also going to make a, make a pretty, because also, things in Afghanistan are still going on. There's still lots of people in Afghanistan who need to get to the United States and, and all these things. So, um, yeah. So then the other kind of major issue that we're looking at moving forward is January 6th. Um, the January 6th commission has been doing a ton of work this semester. We've talked about it a couple of times. Um, they basically, yeah, they've been, they've been subpoenaing, 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 that's a weird word. They've been subpoenaing people kind of left and right, um, and having people testify left and right. Um, and so we've seen a ton of movement and a ton of action come out of the January 6th commission. Um, and so, you know, the, what their, their suggestions, um, and what they, what, what they choose to do with their, um, with their report is going to have a major, uh, major impact on Donald Trump's legacy and also probably Joe Biden's legacy. Um, because I think those like kind of like large reaching political scandals always have reverberations into, you know, the following presidencies or the following administrations. And there's a lot of, a lot of pressure on them to respond. So I think, you know, Biden's term has been very much about him being not Trump versus about him being himself. So his response to January 6th is obviously a major consideration. And then we also have to think kind of about like Nixon Ford type situation. Um, was it a good idea to pardon Nixon after Watergate? Uh, you know, did we need it to move on as a country? In the same sense, I, I believe, I do truly believe that we need the January 6th commission we need to understand exactly what happened on January 6th. We need to know what members of Congress were involved um, and kind of like how that vulnerability was so aggressively exploited in, in, in the actual physical Capitol building. Um, so I do truly believe that. I do. Devil's advocate argument is, um, you know do we need to continue talking about Donald Trump? Um, and is talking about Donald Trump going to just continue to give him more power and more influence? And then we're never going to be able to escape him because we're just going to be talking about Donald Trump for the rest of our lives and keeping, you know, having the January 6th commission is like reminding us that Donald Trump was there and Donald Trump had power and it's kind of keeping him in those headlines. Is that a valid argument? I, I don't, I don't know. I think for some people it is. Um, I don't think it is for me. Um, but it is something that people are talking about in terms of January 6th. Um, but I do, I do believe that the January 6th commission needs to kind of give us their top line, um, analysis sooner rather than later, just so we can have an update about like who testified, what they said, what's going on. Uh, just giving a little bit of an update. Um, my, my, also my thing with this little tangentially is that it's been taking such a long time and they're doing so much of it behind closed doors is that there's some, there is, I, you know, am I a conspiracy theorist? A little bit. I don't know. Um, there's something, there's something larger that happened. There's some larger conspiracy beyond um, what we really see. Cause otherwise I think that they would have, they would have wrapped up at least slightly by now, but case or Um, And then of course, domestic issues. 
we've talked about these domestic issues all semester and they are going to continue to um, play a part, especially this summer. Um, student loans have become a major source of conversation in the past couple of weeks and I think that'll continue into the summer and into next semester. Will Joe Biden cancel student loan debt? Um, will Joe Biden continue to pause student loan debt? Will there be legislation in Congress to cancel student loan debt, et cetera, et cetera? Um, it's suddenly just going to be a, a policy issue that's pretty hotly debated. Um, here's my here's my issue with people who are against canceling student loan debt. Because they, you know, people are like, well, I paid my loans. And therefore, why should the government cancel your loans if I was responsible with my money and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, it's like saying, well, why should we try to cure cancer? Because my grandmother died of lung cancer. And if she died of lung cancer, then that means that everybody else has to die of lung cancer. Like, are you kidding me? We make improvements in the world. We make the world a better place as generations go by. Like, I don't understand the argument of not canceling student loan debt and not making it easier for people to go to college. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. But anyway, I'll get in this fight. Get into this fight with my father as soon as I'm done with the show. Um, immigration and border security issues. Title 42. Major issue that we'll, that we'll continue to see. Um, very much... Um, Lots of lots of anger um, coming from the immigration debate. I think it's just I've talked about this before, but it's a very vitriolic issue. Um, people are very passionate about it, and so it's um, kind of hard for people to talk about in a casual way. And so again, we're going to continue to see those those pretty vitriolic debates happening. Um, election integrity, especially as we go into the midterms, that's going to be a major thing. We've already seen stuff in Florida about this, but um, how can we make sure that the 2022 elections are, are fair and are open? Um, and more to the point, how can we make sure that the Republicans aren't blocking people from being able to cast their votes? Um, kind of all that. LGBTQ plus issues, again, another major concern. Um, very much a kind of a culture war nonsense piece of uh, piece of debate, but that's fine. It's okay. Um, and so you know we're gonna we're gonna be continuing to to keep a close eye on all of close eye on all of these things because they are you know they're major issues for our culture, they're major issues for our democracy, um, and they're major issues for kind of our politics in general. And then, in general you know, how much more time does Biden have to kind of substantively pass a domestic agenda? Um, Build Back Better, unfortunately, is uh, well and truly dead. Um, and there's very little hope for any kind of resurgence at this point. There was at one point the um, kind of idea that um, they would split up Build Back Better into a lot of smaller bills and then use that um, to kind of pass individual policies that, again, are broadly popular with the general public. But it's unclear about whether or not those things are going to happen. There's only about 50 more days in session before the August recess, which is basically like summer break for uh, members of Congress and their staffs. So a lot has to happen in the next couple of months, couple of weeks, really, um, to make sure that something happens that Democrats can run on in Congress. Um, 
in the midterms because they they need some they need something public and something big and something popular and juicy um to run on and guess what canceling student loan debt would be a really good one that's my politics asmr hey joe biden cancel student loan debt that was that was really horrifying i'm so sorry to anyone who's listening with headphones okay um yeah so is there any hope for any kind of resurgence not really not necessarily um, but we'll kind of see if anything does manage to, to get through Congress in the next couple of months. Uh, it's so scary. Okay. Um, so now what? Now what? Um, again, Congress only has about 50 session days before August recess. So any big moves that happen have to happen now and they have to happen fast. And again, what primaries are taking place, um, the outcomes of which are going to, rely heavily on what Congress manages to pass in the next couple of months. Uh, And there's no enthusiasm. As I said on the top, as I said last week, there's no enthusiasm on the other side, um, on either side. Well, there's enthusiasm on one side, whatever. Um, And so the summer is going to be about making things tangibly better for real people, kind of shoving in their face how much better off they are now than they were a year ago, um, and building enthusiasm for the party. And if they can do that for the party, to build enthusiasm for individual candidates. And then sticking together as a party, for the Democrats at least, as much as physically possible. Um, Kind of not allowing um, Republicans to exploit those vulnerabilities and those insecurities um, anymore. Or anymore as much as possible. Um, Because the issue is, you know, the top line issue, as we look at the last 18 months, as we look forward, is that the traditional voter, who has a very kind of limited understand or not limited understanding but limited perspective on politics does not think that the biden administration has done anything and the average republican voter seems to think that their quality of life has gotten worse instead of better so that's where we're at and that is not a recipe for success in the midterms it is not a recipe of of recipe for success for the democratic party um and but it seems pretty clear what the game plan needs to be in order to make sure that we are able to to move forward. But those are my completely um in you know uh, unprofessional opinions about where we're, where we've been and where we're going. But now it is time for our inaugural game show on Cheap Thrills, Scandal or Scamdal. I am very excited to share this with you guys. Um I hope that it works with the audio. If it doesn't, we're going to have to do a little playing around with things, but you know me, I'm a woman in STEM, so we'll figure it out. Um, but anyway, I'm very excited to share this with you guys. This was so much fun to record with my friends, and I hope that you enjoy listening to them talk as much as I do. So with that, I'm going to see if I can get this to work. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our inaugural game show on Sheep Thrills of Emily Lamb. I have some very exciting guests here with me today. I'm going to have them introduce themselves first, and then we're going to get right into our game. So... Emma, would you like to go first? Hello, everyone. My name is Emma Gallagher. I am from New York, and my favorite color is green. Hello, I'm Helen Hogue. I'm from Ohio, and my favorite color is blue. And hi, I'm Addison Inger, and this is when you follow it. Hi, Addison. <laughs> um, Addison. My, I'm from Portland, Oregon, and I am a poli-sci dropout. Excellent. So we're going to do really, it's going to go really well here for Addison today. Um, so this game is, I don't have any clever names because I'm 
not clever, as has been evidenced by this entire show. But we're gonna talk about some political scandals today. So Let's the way that scam scandal or scandal. That's good. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh wow. Okay. Anyway, scandal or scandal. There we go. Perfect. Excellent. So what's gonna happen is I am going to read you a sentence or two about a political scandal. Uh, you can ask follow-up questions, have a discussion. We'll kind of just uh, unpack it as much as we can. Um, and then we're each going to go around and guess whether or not you think it's a scandal or a scandal. As in, is it real or is it fake? Um, and then everyone that gets it right will get one point and there may or may not be the opportunity for follow-up um, points, bonus points, after we determine if it's real or fake. Are you guys ready? Yes! Yes, absolutely. Okay. <clears throat> So some of them, you, if you have paid attention to the news in recent weeks slash you remember me talking to you about any of these things, it might be easier, it might be harder. So we'll see how it goes. It's going to be very interesting because I don't know what I ever tell you people. So, okay. Statement number one. A member of Congress came under fire for wearing lingerie on a cruise ship several years before he came into office. Scandal or scandal? See, I think the problem is I can believe any of these are true because... We're gullible people. Okay. <laughs> my, my question... Sorry. Yes. I don't mean to cut you off. No. But my question is, <laughs> um, are they um, older than 50? No. Are they a Republican? Yes. Uh, I was really hoping it was Lindsey Graham. <laughs> <laughs> is it a male or a female? Male. I have my answer. Okay. Unless you have any more any, any additional okay. follow up questions, or are we ready to vote? Um, I'm ready. Uh, no, I need I need a second. <laughs> okay, Emma, would you like to go? Would you like to guess first? Yes, I think this is a scandal. Okay, as in it is real. Okay, I think this is also true. Um, yeah, I think it's true. You are all correct. Yes, it's true. too outrageous to not be mm -hmm. true. Now I'm going to give you guys a, a, an opportunity for a follow up bonus okay. point. Who was it? Who is it? Mm. Who is it? And I will. Mike Pence. No, but I will Close. give. You, I will give you a hint that this came out in the last two weeks. Mm, yeah, mm. and don't. So it is a sitting member of Congress. Rick Santorum. No. <laughs> Can I name a person who's in Congress right now? Yeah. <laughs> okay. If you guys don't have it, can you just... <laughs> okay. Uh, Emma, do you have a guess? Um... No? Okay. No. Do you all, do you all forfeit the... I, yeah, we're not forfeiting yeah. the okay. I'll let you know it's Madison Cawthorn. Oh! Um, oh! I did see something about mm -hmm, that. Mm -hmm. Wait. The real question is, yes. what kind of lingerie was it? He was like a bustier. Oh! He looked great. He looked great. It wasn't like a He's mankini? Like, uh, you know what? Based on the pictures, I don't think it was. Um, but you know what? He looked great and he slayed. I'm so. upset because I did actually see that now, but mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Um, everybody ready for yes. statement number yes. two? Yes. are tied with one point. Yes. Okay. Um, there was a congressional candidate whose only policy position was that the presidencies of every president born before 1776 should be voided because technically they did not fulfill the natural citizen clause to be president. Because they were not technically born in the United States. Um, scandal or scandal? What? Republican or Democrat? Republican. Is this a recent okay. like no person? Okay. Not super recent. Um. Hmm. I have a hard time believing that a Republican would want to like discredit like Mr. Mm -hmm. DW. Well, the party's also switched. That's so true. Mm -hmm. 
It's a good point. Mm. So true. I feel, find it hard to believe it's the only thing they ran on. Hmm. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. I, I can see it. I can see somebody head. being so mad about that that they were like, yeah, this is my one thing. I guess I'm the only not poli sci kid in the room. I'm so a dropout. I'm at a Don't. disadvantage. <laughs> Don't include me in that. <laughs> I mean, also just to, you know, add an additional area, I didn't say this was a major party candidate. Mm. So. It could have just been, yeah. Oh, been some, like a, some loony? Some, yeah, some weirdo. <laughs> Okay. Anybody? Any other follow-up questions? Are we ready? No, that? we're ready. Okay. Oh no, we'll start on the upset. Um. Yeah, it's a, I think it's a scandal. Like okay. I think it's true. I think it's false. I think it's true. It is false. Let's go! I guess I was like, I was like, I. This might be the one time I agree with a Republican. Like. Right. <laughs> okay. So with two questions down. We have Helen in the lead with two. Yes. And then Addison tied with one. Okay. Yes. Everyone ready for question number three? Yes. Okay. <laughs> a member of Congress was cited for bringing a loaded gun into an airport for the second time in one year. On the heels of also being caught uh, bringing a hunting knife into a local school board meeting. Scandal or scandal? I saw this on the news. At least was part it of by it. The onion? Or was it real? That's a great question. <laughs> that is, Can we use the onion as a legitimate source? Uh, well, I mean, every day the lines between the onion and the New York Times get blurred. So right. I'm yeah. trying to remember who it male was. Male or female? It was a male, I think. It's gotta be a male. It was a male. Republican? Like, what kind of Repu- respectable yes. one is yes. that? Um, I mean, think about, think I, about some think of the other about Marjorie Marjorie Taylor Taylor. Taylor. <laughs> uh-huh. I was thinking more Lauren Boebert, but same. So how, I know the big how ones. recent? It was very it recent. Was, well, it was recent. It, part of it was recent. Part of it was about a year ago. Oh my god! What if she's trying so to trick us? What if? What if? What if? I think half part of it is like true because I definitely not. saw something about this. And That'd be interesting. That'd be an interesting but thing to think. I don't know. I okay, see, I I see these things on Twitter, okay. and I don't recall see, Emma, exactly. Emma has an advantage because she's on Twitter. I don't recall I'm exactly who. Emma has an advantage because she's poli sci and Twitter. I have never owned a Twitter mind. and I don't have poli sci. <laughs> okay. Are we, are we ready to vote her there? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, this is true. Mm-hmm. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a scandal. It is true. Follow up question who was for it? another point. Who was it? I'm trying to remember. Was it the man with the eye patch? He seems kind of, <laughs> he seems kind of rough and tough. It, it, was, it was not. Good guess. Uh, this is guess? so frustrating because I'm gonna be like, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna get country of origin. Oh, wrong game. I'm gonna give you guys another five seconds. Rick Santorum. Rob Portman. These are the only people you know. You are all wrong. The answer is Madison Cawthorn. Oh, oh, oh my god! I was about to say that. I was about to say that. I was like, no, she wouldn't do two. Yeah. No, Madison Cawthorn has uh, a lot of scandals. Okay. We are, uh, Helen is still in the lead with three. Emma and Addison with two. Okay, moving on, question number four. This is so funny. Okay. Dozens of politicians, officials, elected officials, and rabbis were arrested in a certain state after a multi-million dollar money laundering ring was uncovered that funneled funds through charities operated by those local rabbis. And as a component of that, it was uncovered that some of those rabbis were had been brokering the sale of kidneys 
for over 10 years. Scandal when, or scam? What on when earth? Was this what state? When did this happen? I'm not going to tell you the state. Uh, and it was 10 years ago. <laughs> I don't even know what to ask. That was so, so many Ten portions. years ago, 10 years 2012, ago. I was not... Good calculations there. <laughs> just, was 2012, Subtracting 10 we were, from 22. <laughs> I was approximately 10 years old, and so I had absolutely no idea. 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 Um, what was going on in 2012? Uh, so, the, LMFAO, Party Rock. That <laughs> was a pivotal moment. 20, were the kidneys human kidneys? They were human kidneys. Oh. They were not, yeah. The kidneys were, like, taken from exploited individuals. To get to who? And brought into the United States. And so, whoa. Here's okay. what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that, like, as horrible as that is, I kind of want it to be true, but I don't think it is. You want it to be true? Interesting. Like, it's just so ridiculous that it would be okay. funny if it was All right. Weird. Okay. Um, is that your vote? Is that your official yes. vote? Scandal? Okay. Scandal, yes. I think it's true. True. Yeah, I think it's a scandal. I think it's true. Yeah. You are hell <laughs> oh, Here's the follow-up question. What, what state? state? Ooh. Oh! We all went silent. That's why you didn't answer well, my what state I'll give question. You, I'll give you um, five seconds. You said it was Republican, right? Or no. Republican? It has nothing to do with Republican. I, have, I feel like it was Missouri for some reason. Okay. Missouri? Good guess. Uh, Oklahoma. Okay. Nothing happens in Kentucky, so Kentucky. You are all wrong. Okay. New Jersey! Oh, oh my God! God. Not there! New Jersey. Okay, what does that put us at? Two. Two. Three. Three. Four, baby! Okay, moving on to question number five. A member of Congress was cited for violating, or potentially violating, federal insider trading laws when he posted on social media that he was the main investor in the cryptocurrency Let's Go Brandon coin, and his involvement (laughs) is indicated that he he may or may not have been involved in a pump and dump scheme. Not a pump and dump. So he inflated the price of the cryptocurrency. And then gained money from it, and then it was mm-hmm. not actually a real thing. Is this a scandal or a scandal? Part of me is like people that support Let's Go Brandon. Now I'm a radical leftist. Let's <laughs> <laughs> preface. <laughs> people that support that whole whole dealio have collectively three brain cells, and I don't think they have the smarts to figure out pumping and dumping. <laughs> that. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. So that's your vote. Okay. Any any other follow up questions, or is that going to be the start of your official vote? I'm ready to vote. Me too. Okay. It's okay. Scandal, Addison. No, it's real. Okay. I'm just gonna go with that. I say it's real. I also believe it's real. I'm You're sorry. Right. I meant to say it was fake, but that's okay. <laughs> no. no, I'm trying to give up. You said fine. fake. It's fake. Okay. Real, fake, real. You two are correct. Damn! Yeah. That is real. real. Follow up question. Who was it? Who was it? Madison Cawthorn. <laughs> yeah. Anybody else yeah. have a guess? I mean, I, I'm gonna second that. Just gonna stick with the theme here. Yeah. It is indeed Madison. Let's go! Man, all three of those happened in the last two weeks. I'm so glad we have people like Let's that in our country. Our mm, country. Not much. Um, we could we could do a whole episode that's just Madison Cawthorn things, um, but we won't. 
We're moving on. Next statement, are we all ready? Yes. 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 Oh, wait, what's the score? Three? I don't know. Three, three, four. four. Okay. Uh, six. Six. Ooh. Helen. I'm going to write it down. I mean, I got the question right, but I, or the question wrong, but I got the follow-up right. Yeah. Okay. So, and then five? Five? Sure. Okay. Yeah, we'll go with I, it. it doesn't matter. I think so. I, I, mean, I, the, I, only, the only prize is my continued six, love and affection, which I will six. provide whether or not you win or lose. So. Love to hear that. Um, okay, ready for question number six. Mm-hmm. As ever. Okay. A member of a state legislature was sued by PETA for bringing wild animals from the member's local zoo to a campaign event. Oh, that would be so good. Um, Real. Scandal or scandal? Republican what kind or Democrat? Of, what, what kind, what of, kind animals? of animals? Is that is the most important. It was, you know, it was like this, the traditional like zoo fair. So like there was a tiger. I was like, if it was like chickens. Tiger. Okay. Um, Republican or Democrat? Republican. Actually, I don't have that detail. Because I think it might have been a non-partisan gotcha. election. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. What state? It was, uh, blah, 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 blah. I didn't write it down. Why didn't I write it down? It was um, Mississippi. It was Mississippi. Uh, okay. It was Mississippi. I'm ready to vote. Mm-hmm. Me too. I think it's a scandal. Scandal? Also false. I think it's true. I'm just gonna believe everything at this point. You guys are right. No! I did not, you you know, don't know the details about it. I did a bad job with that. But that was a good one. I was that really was a good one. That was good. If I, I, if I had more details. I traditional fan, they brought a lion to an event. Well, in the zoo. Like, yeah. Okay. The zoo? Um, okay. I was picturing zebras. Okay, are we ready? Are we ready for question seven? Like, yeah. You, yeah, you guys have to get a point. Five, seven, five. Fabulous. Okay. The former mayor of a major city was indicted for misuse of funds because she was sleeping with her head of security and paying him overtime. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> scandal or See, scandal? I feel like this is true, and I feel Where like can I get this position? <laughs> no. Okay, oh. what major city? What major city? I'm not gonna say. Because that's a follow I think that's too obvious. Okay. How recent? Pretty recent. Last, a couple, last couple of years. Are they still in office? No. They got kicked out of office after. That makes for that. After getting indicted for misuse of funds because they were gracious. sleeping with their security. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, I'm right about. Ow. Me too. Yeah. I okay, yeah. Emma, you go first. I think it's true. I also think it's true. Yeah. It is correct. It is true. This was Nashville Mayor Megan Berry, oh. uh, and they attended like various events together, concerts and like yoga classes. Oh, yoga and classes. They, and they uh, resulted in the head of security racking up like hundreds of hours of overtime. Wow. wow. So Megan Berry, she's out of there. Anyway, that's a good one. Okay. All three of you get a point. Congratulations. Okay. Question number eight. A mm, oh I got the wrong one. Okay, a politician drove twelve hours with his dog on the roof of his car in a windshield-equipped carrier. Scandal or what kind of dog? It was uh uh, I don't know if that it's a it was a it was a Scottish terrier or something. I don't know. Small? No, it's pretty big. Oh, just kidding. (laughs) I know what you're talking. I know you think like this, but it was like a I don't know. I actually don't remember the kind of dog. But I know that it was it was moderately large. Oh my lord! Um, were they twelve hours? Twelve hours from uh, where to like where? Interstate? Yeah, where like, are they going? It was they were driving to Canada. I don't remember their original destination. Reason for going to Canada? Vacation. 
You're going on a family trip to Canada. Was it just him and the dog? It was him and his family. So did he, uh, like, forget? his kids and his wife in the back. Was this, like, a he forgot it was up there? Or no, he purposefully? he purposefully put it up there. I left how I assumed it was a man. <laughs> yeah, and, and you were right. And I'm also going to assume it's a Republican, but... Um, <laughs> the the like, political leanings of this show. Was it equipped? Like, was it, it was it meant for this? It, it was. Okay, so it's like a dog carrier, a dog roof carrier. Was the dog okay? <laughs> What's the dog's name? What's the dog's sign? <laughs> you know what I mean? The dog's like, I'm gonna ask you what the dog's name is. So. <laughs> okay, I'm ready to vote. Okay. 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 Fine. Vote. True. True. Yes, true. Okay. Here's the follow-up question. What politician was it? Like, the name of the politician? Yeah. What was okay. the dog's name? I'll give you an extra three points if you can guess the dog's name. Rufus. I was going to guess Rufy. Why? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> gotcha. Spot. All wrong. But Max. Was, who was the... Okay, you don't get an extra... You, don't, you only get one guess. Okay. Was it Max? It was not Max. <laughs> Maxine. What, what is... What is... Who was the politician? Okay. Oh, Madison How recent? This was a while ago. Who is? But the, but the member, but the person is still active in politics. Well, is it Mike Pence? No, but similar, similar. Vibe. Mitch McConnell. No, it felt like Mitch McConnell. Similar vibe is in age and experience level. Bernie Sanders? No. <laughs> <laughs> he <would> never. <laughs> My man, Milkman Mitt Romney. How does the little subway system work? 
Well, it's just it's it's just like a little basically like a little cart that takes you from one thing to another. The the staffer was not seriously injured because the thing moves pretty slowly. Was okay, I was that was my a, next question. Does this, it move the speed of light? No, it was it was. I mean, it it hit the guy. Well, so yeah. it's that it male staffer that was pushed in front of it. Yeah. By a male. By a male congressman. Yeah. Toxic masculinity. I'm not. So like they regularly use these all the time. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Um. It was one of those like freak accident type situations. Okay, you go. Are we ready to vote? Yeah. Okay. I think it's false. I think it's false as well. I think it's true. It is false. Devastating! Yeah, I feel like it was too no. simple to. <laughs> oh, I have a simple brain, Emily. <laughs> But the, but the thing know. is, that something very Wait, simil- vaguely similar happened on House of Cards. Um, oh! I have not seen so, it was also the actual Metro, and it was very much on purpose. But, uh, okay. sorry, spoilers, whatever. I'm not gonna watch Very <laughs> much on purpose? Oh, okay. 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 In the movie. Okay, sure. <clears throat> Amazing. Next question. Okay. Uh oh. Cracking herself up. A sitting member of Congress was exposed for having an extramarital affair with an ex-jihadist whose former husband was famous for being an American citizen turned ISIS member. She was known as uh, the ISIS bride. Scandal or scandal? Mm. Um, Currently sitting? Currently sitting. There were so many steps to that. Um, Can I repeat it? (laughs) (laughs) A sitting member of Congress was exposed for having an extramarital affair with an ex-jihadist whose former husband was famous for being an American citizen turned ISIS member. When? This this came out in the last year. In the last year. I'm right about Me too. Oh my gosh, how? Okay. Madison, <laughs> go first. Oh, I go first? Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, it's true. True? Yeah. It is true. I heard about ISIS Bride. You heard about the ISIS Bride. So this was yeah. Van Taylor in Texas. This all came out about uh, three hours before the primary. Wow. So he's, he, technically he, his, his election went to a runoff. What gave it away for me, sorry to interrupt, but was the name Isis Bride mm-hmm. because it's the, too specific. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, now I know for next time. Okay. <laughs> okay. Two more questions left. <laughs> Wait, what's the score? You're keeping uh, <laughs> Madison, Madison and I. I've answered true for everyone. So, <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. That's hilarious. I'm going to leave everything I hear. That's why I'm a poli sci dropout. Mm-hmm. Helen okay. has 11, Addison and I both have nine. Ooh, okay. okay. You, you, ha- <laughs> you have the chance to tie it up. Oh, with, with really? Two well, technically, if, if Helen gets them both wrong, you guys get them both wrong. <laughs> okay, here we go. Ready? A member of Congress got exposed for taking naps during phone meetings. Um, and, sorry, wait, 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 sorry, I was reading a member of Congress got exposed to taking naps during phone meetings and having their intern imitate their voice when they had to speak. Stop. And it only came out after one of the former interns or one of the in- current interns tweeted about it on their public Twitter account and it went super viral. Oh, that's hilarious. When okay. Male or female? This was, this was about, this was five years ago. <laughs> male or female congressperson? Male, bo- male member of Congress and male intern. Okay. Obviously, because I could State of origin. I know, that's why I was... State of origin. State of origin. It was Pennsylvania. Okay. The congressman or the intern? Or both? Both. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know where the intern is from, but I, I have to Didn't assume... do your research? I have to assume the person is from Pennsylvania. Have they been caught sleeping before? 
in meetings. I mean, not not. It was it wasn't anything that was like. Can you give us how old is the Congress person? Yeah, yeah. The the member of Congress sixties, I think, at the time. They've they've left office since, oh, okay. um, and the intern was cogitating. Interesting. Okay, I'm ready. I think it's false. I false. also think it's false. I'm just gonna go true. It is false. Yes. <laughs> I really did not go. My fake one. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I thought that was kind of good. I, I thought that was really good. You put a it lot of detail into it. Okay. okay. Last question. Better be good. Here we go. Can I just point out that I've already won? Okay. Well, <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. During a government shutdown, a governor reopened a beach that was open that was owned by the state just for his family to use the day of the government shutdown. Scandal or scandal? What How government re- shutdown? What beach? This was a state government shutdown. Okay. 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 How recent? What year? It was. Don't remember exactly. Maybe ten years ago. See, we were maybe alive less. for it. I was alive. We all were alive. <laughs> I was just alive. you. Just <laughs> you were not. You were not created. Um, maybe it was less than ten years ago. It was between five and ten years ago. I genuinely don't remember the exact. Okay. Um. It was man, of course. Um, <laughs> what year? I what I accidentally that. did. Every single scandal. Uh, no, because no, there was um, a scandal. Male, oh, there was, was there there the yeah. What beach? I can't tell you that because that gives it gives it away. Does it? <laughs> okay, I'm ready about mm, I'm having a hard time with this one because they totally. Went what down. was the temperature that day? It was it was a summer. Sixty-seven degrees. It was it was, yeah, it was, it was, um, I mean, it was a lovely summer because the big the big thing with this thing with was that everyone was, was that everyone wanted to go to the beach. Okay. And it was. This beautiful summer day, the government was shut down. I didn't know. Never mind. I'm stupid. It's like a state park, you know? Okay. I was, I'm going to say it's a scandal. Scandal? Real. real. I also say it's true. Yeah, I think it's real. You are all correct. Ah! Follow up, follow up, follow up. What state? New Jersey. South Carolina. Emma? Florida. New Jersey. Of course it is! Let's go. A little you. That, and that is... I don't see any. Okay, final score, final score. No, no, no. The score is Addison in last place with 10 points. Yes! She dropped out for a reason. With 11 points. And Helen coming in first, our accounting major bestie with 14 points. Can I just say, I think I'm the best at reading you? Not necessarily that I know anything about politics. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think and like so. do one of those voiceovers where we can't exactly. 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 Do you guys have any any parting words that for our audience? My parting word uh, slash reflection is that you know most of these only one was from a woman and that says a lot about mm-hmm. America. It says a lot about society. It really does. Yeah. My we, stand we stand by that. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I just think this per, like further solidifies to my parents that dropping out of po- the poli sci pro, pro like program. <laughs> and then I not drop out of college. I'm Wait, yeah, I don't. Know I, no, even though it sounds like I cannot speak and I do not know how to form sentences, I'm still here. That being said, dropping out of poli sci, obviously for a good reason. Can my final word be? Can I say hi to my parents? Yes, of course. Oh, hello, mom and dad. Thank you guys so much for playing. Yes. 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 Yes.
you guys right now. Yes! yes. <laughs>